the historic bells of Albany City Hall. Welcome to Albany Street, a public affairs presentation of Albany Broadcasting. And hello, welcome to a new episode of Albany Street. I'm your host, Brian Katie. Like every week, and obviously we are, we have time ticking, you know. I hope you've all uh, been able to hunker down and get rid of all the snow and try to enjoy the sunny days ahead of the next few days. But we are hunkering down as to the holiday season, getting all ramped up. Obviously, the big talk you know, around the community is usually Christmas and uh, you know, and others might celebrate, say, like a Kwanzaa if you're Canadian descent Boxing Day. But today, we are devoting this show to our guest as in regards to the Hanukkah season and join us to discuss the Hanukkah season as well as the uh, the special event going on later today in Schenectady would be Rabbi Zalman from Bethlehem Chabad. Rabbi, thank you for joining me. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank God. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely not a problem. So real quick, just uh, give a little overview about what the event uh, is about today as far as who organized it and uh, what inspired this event to come together for now a second year in a row. So the Hanukkah Anjay is a community-wide celebration celebrating Hanukkah taking place in front of City Hall uh, in Schenectady. And it's being put on by the Jewish Federation and Kapil Chabad together with over 25 other Jewish organizations uh, uh, locally. And the idea really came about, this is done, public menorah lightings are actually done throughout the world. Uh, Chabad has put on public menorah lightings since uh, I believe it's the 70s and, and into the 80s and, and, and uh, till, till now. And so this idea came about uh, just last year. Actually, it was uh, Mr. Neil Golub who uh, approached uh, the Jewish Federation and saw uh, this program being done in downtown Detroit, and said, "Hey, why don't we why don't we get this? Why don't we do this here?" And so um, the Jewish Federation and Chabad uh, joined efforts to put on this event uh, last year, and uh, we anticipate to grow and it be bigger and better, and get other Jewish uh, uh, in organizations and synagogues involved as well. So it's a great it's a great party. It's a great uh, community event. And I strongly suggest everyone to uh, come on out and celebrate with us on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned how uh, you know this involves the Jewish Federation of Northeastern New York. Uh, you know, in, in total, we're talking aside from the corporate partners, as far as specifically those within the Jewish community, talking more than twenty local Jewish partners. A lot of planning must be going into this as far as getting all the vendors and everything together with the music, the food, uh, you know, figuring out how to get the giant menorah lit. Uh, it must take a lot of planning on the part of everyone that's involved. Yeah, the, absolutely. The planning has started many, many months ago. Um, the, the staff at the Jewish Federation uh, and Chabad really have been working behind the scenes for, for many months, um, working with the city. Uh, to make sure that the proper permits are in place, um, ordering the food, coming up with the ideas, as you were saying, um, getting all the other Jewish organizations involved and on the same page. So there's quite a bit of work been put into it, but of course all of it's worth it when we celebrate together as a community on Sunday and uh, really the sense of Jewish pride and uh, getting the message of Hanukkah out there to not only to the Jewish community but also to the wider community. 
Now, obviously, we'll uh, discuss the event Hanukkah on Jay uh, in a little more detail in, in a little bit. But I first want to just kind of tap into uh, your background a little bit uh, as far as uh, the how you event. First off, uh, your experience in the Capital District, how long you've been around, and what led you to ultimately want to uh, become a rabbi and join up with uh, Bethlehem Chabad as uh, you know where you are able to help out in the community there. Yeah, so I um, grew up actually in the area, uh, went to Maimonides Hebrew Day School, a, uh, a Jewish private school, and then uh, w- went uh, throughout, studied uh, to be a rabbi throughout uh, the country and really uh, the world, and always wanted to come back to the area and continue uh, to grow uh, Chabad here in Bethlehem. My parents had started uh, Chabad of Delmar in the, in the 80s. And so my wife and I moved back in 2000, 2011, and we expanded uh, Chabad to not just include Delmar, but to the entire uh, Bethlehem area. And uh, really the, the vision, not only for our Chabad house, uh, but for Chabad houses in the area and throughout the world, really is to cater to the, the needs of the Jewish community, uh, whatever that demographic might, might need. And so we, we, we provide uh, whatever, whatever it is that, like I said, the communities, whether it be adult education, whether it be programming, Hebrew school, and so on. It's really to touch the individual, to inspire the individual, and, um, and to provide the various uh, programs to cater to the needs of the community. And so, yeah, we've been, we've been here for, for now over 10 years, and, and thank God the, the community has grown. And um, that's, that's here in Bethlehem, but of course, that's Throughout the uh, throughout the capital region as well, there's Chabad on campus. SUNY uh, Albany has a Chabad on campus, as does Union College, and um, in Saratoga, in Colony. There's there's quite a few Chabad houses uh, in in the uh, capital region area. Obviously, it sounds like it's a very wide ranging community. Uh, just a rough guesstimate um, based off what you deal with at uh, at Beth in Bethlehem. And just the the numbers in general that you you might have uh, you know in your mind, just how big are we talking about? Is the Jewish community within the capital district? <laughs> I, you know, I I, uh, I don't know exactly to be honest. I think there are different numbers depending on how wide uh, the the region where you're refer- you're referring to. But I think in the tri city area, there's close to fifteen thousand Jews, and uh, in the wider the capital region area, all the way up to Glens Falls and, and down, um, you know, it's closer to 25,000 uh, Jewish residents uh, in, in the area. So it's, it's not a, a huge community, but at the same time, it's, it's not tiny either. Right. Now, you mentioned about how you, uh, you traveled a lot in, in, in preparation to become a rabbi and, and, and through your studies. Typically speaking, how long, like, what, what is the process that's involved in becoming a rabbi, and how long does that typically take? Like, I know, for example, um, with, with uh, just as a, a, a comparison's sake, you know, Catholic priests, it tends to be, if I remember correctly, it's usually somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, seven, eight, nine years, roughly, as far as the studies, uh, the, the different uh, parishes that you uh, shadow under, more or less, uh, and then you officially become ordained after that time. How long does that, that process typically take to become a rabbi in the Jewish faith? Yeah, so that depends. Uh, it depends, depending on which community 
uh, and, and affiliation. But uh, my experience was that the rabbinical studies actually start uh, from fairly young. Uh, when, it's, uh, when, when someone goes to yeshiva, they can be already 13 or 14 years old um, and are in yeshiva for, for at least seven, eight years, really in preparation for the uh, studies to become a rabbi. So if one wants to become a rabbi, they really need to have the background uh, to be able to understand, the te- read the text, which is in either Hebrew or, or Aramaic, um, and then to be able to decipher it so that when they start studying Jewish law, which is the uh, part of Torah, uh, Jewish studies that one needs to uh, study and get tested on in order to become a rabbi, they're well-versed in, in text uh, and so on. So the actual become a rabbi is a couple of years, but it's really all that um, schooling and uh, studying leading up to, to that point. Um, but like I said, there are various different communities and different certifi- uh, rabbi- uh, rabbinic certifications, so to speak. Um, in Israel, there's the Rabbanut, which has its own process. Um, in the United States, there's a different process. So it depends on the community. But generally, the actual rabbinical studies aren't too long. It's really the studying leading up to that point to be ready to, to, to take on uh, that, uh, that pursuit. So, so hold on a so- so it could be as young as 13, 14 years old to start out as far as the actual studies are concerned to lead you towards that decision to uh, become a rabbi. 13 or 14 years old is when all that could typically start for someone? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, at 13 years old or 14, again, depends on the age, uh, one would go to yeshiva and uh, study. And study, it's not like a typical, um, I would say, uh, middle, uh, high school at that age or whatever, uh, you know, middle school or high school. But in fact, the uh, students are already studying at 730 in the morning and usually to 9, 930 at night uh, with with breaks uh, in between. Uh, but it's it's a fairly intense um, studying. But it's if you enjoy it, it, it actually is uh, a quite uh, the time goes uh, fairly quickly, but it's fairly intense. And uh, that's, like I said, from 13, 14, all the way up to about 21 years old. Again, this varies on the communities that one, one uh, it depends, but that was my personal experience. And, um, and then once, and then one takes on, goes to start studying, become a rabbi. And now how long have you been back within the Bethlehem, Del- the greater Bethlehem community uh, serving them? Yeah, I moved back in 2011. So uh, now over over 10 years. And um, yeah, it's been great. It's been getting to know people in the community uh, in the beginning. And then as as getting to know more p- people in the community to start uh, growing the various activities that we provide. Uh, and and um, yeah, thank God. It's been it's been great. All right, we're going to take a quick time out here on Albany Street when we get back. More from Rabbi Zalman from Bethlehem Chabad as we uh, get ready for kicking off Hanukkah today and uh, representing with Hanukkah on J, uh, that event later on today on J Street in Schenectady. More coming up next on Albany Street. The historic bells of Albany City Hall return us to Albany Street, a public affairs presentation of Albany Broadcasting. 
welcome back to Albany Street here on the Albany Broadcasting family of stations, both down here in Albany area where I'm recording, as well as our friends up in the Glens Falls areas. We are talking about a tremendous community event in the Schenectady area, J Street to be exact, that is happening later on today from 2.30 to 4. It's called Hanukkah on J, and to discuss that in detail in just a few moments is... Rabbi Zalman joining us again uh, from earlier in the show from Bethlehem Chabad. And uh, Rabbi, just wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, the background of the the faith and everything like that. As far as your specific your specific site in Bethlehem, what are the different ministries that are offered to the uh, the community there in Bethlehem? So uh, uh, for the Jewish community, uh, we are the only Jewish organization here strictly in Bethlehem. Um, in Albany, there's quite a few synagogues. Uh, there's the JCC, of course, the Jewish Federation, and there's uh, quite a bit of Jewish infrastructure in Albany. Um, historically, the Jew- that's where the Jewish community was. And later on, uh, starting in the 60s, I believe, and into the 70s and 80s, uh, the Jewish residents started moving into Bethlehem. And so anybody uh, who uh, belonged to various synagogues or JCCs lived in Bethlehem, but, um, you know, went to Albany for the for the for synagogue or for the Jewish infrastructure, and so Bethlehem really didn't have uh, any Jewish organizations um, till till like I said the 80s when my parents uh, set up the Chabad House here, and um, since we've we've expanded. Now, as far as the the activities that are happening within the synagogue and and the actual religious procedures that happen within the synagogue. How involved is the the community? Obviously, I mean, you're the you're the leader of the Chabad and uh and and the organization the organizing of it, but as far as the different ministries are concerned in actual worship, how involved is the lay the lack of a better phrase the lay community uh within the synagogue? Oh, very. Um in in various synagogues the 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 community members are extremely involved. Uh it depends uh, on uh, the various uh, synagogues and the structure, but in, in most uh, organizations, the, the lay leaders are uh, play an integral role in regards to either being on the board um, and making uh, financial decisions, in regards to planning decisions, um, and so on. Pretty every aspect, um, there's a, a lay leader uh, involvement in 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 the in the um, in the synagogue, and uh, that's the case also with the Jewish Federation. Um, there's uh, the board is made up of lay leaders. They do a great job at uh, ensuring that the whole community is being represented uh, for from various different ages and and um, and uh, areas. And uh, I served on the the board of the Jewish Federation also for a couple of terms. And so every every organization has a, um, a tremendous uh, involvement from from the lay leaders. Personal opinion. Uh, based on maybe different experiences you might have had from various synagogues you may have visited in the past and, and yours specifically, do you find that the greater the community involvement, the more of a sense of uh, of unity and pride that comes out of that community? I mean, there's there's absolutely there the the community has a sense of has sense of uh, pride and um, involvement. And in, like I said, in every aspect. So you know, naturally, the more people involved they're going to feel a sense of pride in what the community is doing. And I think going back to Hanukkah J, this is a perfect example of that, where every organization is, ha- is being uh, represented by lay leaders, and they're encouraging their family, their friends to come. They're getting involved. It adds to the excitement. It adds to, it adds to the, the energy. And uh, everyone wants to be part of a vibrant community, and that's community is made up of individuals, 
And so absolutely, the more involvement, uh, the better. And I think our community as a whole has great, uh, great Jewish involvement from, from, from all the various organizations. Now, before we get back to the event happening in Schenectady later today, uh, out of curiosity, just because I know that sometimes, um, as as someone who was raised in the uh, in the Catholic faith, from time to time you'll get visitors who come in um, and may not necessarily be Catholic, but just want to go and, and and observe like what a service is like in a Catholic church is different from say if somebody's Presbyterian or any kind of Protestant. Is there? Do you ever find anything like that where people come in and visit the synagogue just to kind of observe? You know, particularly like say for example, if somebody's having like a a bar or bach mitzvah at all or anything like that. Is do you see that uh, p- uh, people coming in just to visit and kind of get an ex- you know just to see a sample of what? The worship, uh, the worship events are like in that and such. Yeah, absolutely. There's always a curiosity, especially when, um, like you were saying, a bar bat mitzvah, which is a, a, a life cycle event, a celebration where the family might have um, uh, friends and so on that are not of the Jewish faith and um, are invited and want to uh, take part in that celebration, but also, like you were saying, curiosity as to how the uh, what the service looks like and and, um, and and so on. So so yeah, there's 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 definitely curiosity at times. Uh, more you know during the holiday season, Passover, I think there's more curiosity or Hanukkah uh, and so on that gets more uh, publicity. But um, yeah, absolutely, there's um, it, and it depends on the synagogue and the community as to probably um, how you know how many. Um, People from the outside are are uh, coming on in to see to see or observe the the service. Now, getting to the event at large later on today on J Street in Schenectady, it's going to be a little bit of a winter wonderland after the snow we've gotten uh, this weekend. But uh, it's going to be two thirty to four o'clock Hanukkah on J. But uh, is this the second annual event? But for the first time ever at this particular uh, event, it's going to be there's going to be a shine a light creative arts gallery. That's part of the event. Can you just tell us a little bit about the, what that gallery is all about? Shine a light uh, on anti-Semitism is an opportunity for the community to either do something creative and what it means to them to shine a light on anti-Semitism. And how are we able to um, do what or what can we do? Uh, how can we impact the community so that there's less anti-Semitism, less hate in the world? And so um, some of them are children who've, who've written uh, uh, poems about it or uh, uh, various adults doing a piece of art. So it's really bringing uh, people's attention to anti-Semitism, but more from a positive perspective um, and, and what we can uh, do about it and really spreading the light, spreading the light. And that's the message of Hanukkah and why we chose to really do this uh, shine a anti-Semitism as a part of the Hanukkah on Jay, because the message of Hanukkah is a universal one, which is every night we light an additional uh, menorah, uh, additional, sorry, candle on the menorah, which the message for that is that we have to increase and add in light every single day. And the way to do that is seemingly insignificant. It might be doing a favor for another person. It might be uh, giving charity. It might be saying a kind word. And by doing that, it really adds light to a dark, uh, to a dark, so to speak, a dark world. And that really is the message of Shine a Light and anti-Semitism also, is we can do our part by being positive, by making a profound impact on someone else, 
and um, th that's what that's what uh, trying to learn anti-Semitism during the uh, during the events is all about. And there will be a gallery there for people to uh, see what people what, what creations people have come up with. You know, I feel like it's almost the the perfect timing for this kind of event and for uh, for this time of year of Hanukkah uh, because you mentioned you know the. Trying to shine a light on the on the dark of the community. I feel like uh, if anytime you turn on the news recently, it's just been uh, awful, awful stuff happening around the the uh, communities, both you know within the immediate capital district and beyond into uh, you know into uh, Saratoga and Washington counties and and so forth, so on and so forth. So, your thoughts about as far as the timing of this event, particularly to this year, and just all the stuff that has been going on, and and how much you think it could help. At least, you know, provide a smile on some faces this uh, this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I think to your point where, you know, the media um, uh, brings out or discusses or brings to light all the negative things that happen in our community or nationwide or even worldwide. And it's accurate. It's true. But at the same time, there is that much goodness and light, if not more, um, in the world and in our community. It's what is our focus and what are we paying attention to? And so, again, to, to make, make that point uh, where the focus, what we're trying to do is shine a light. And what about the positivity? What about the good deeds? What about the light that everyone is doing? And focus on the positive. And I think that itself is, is settling. It doesn't ignore that there is uh, evil and darkness in the world, but it's shifting our focus. And real quick, uh, just uh, for a little personal touch, obviously the giant menorah lighting is a, a huge, uh, a huge showcase, a wonderful display uh, during this event. But personally for yourself, is there a certain part of the event, whether it be the arts and crafts, the food, the entertainment, is there anything specific that you personally are a big fan of that you're looking forward to seeing today? <laughs> That's a great question. I know my children are excited for the donuts and the latkes and uh, all the uh, crafts and so on. And, um, and that's exciting. Uh, when they get excited, I get excited. But a personal, my personal uh, highlight, if you may, is really seeing the community coming together. And um, that, the culmination of the event with the menorah being lit and the songs that will be sung, to me, that is really the highlight because that ultimately is the point of this event. And that the power and the numbers, the power, there's a certain energy um, with everyone coming together and then hopefully then people being inspired, going home, lighting their own menorah, uh, thinking about the event, thinking what impact they can do and that it's just that the, the impact shouldn't just remain um, at the event on J Street, but in fact, it should have this ripple effect. You know, to me, that's the highlight of everyone coming together. Once again, a tremendous event being put together involving uh, the Jewish Federation of Northeast New York, Capital Chabad, and uh, about two dozen of the Jewish part of Jewish partners throughout the Capital District. It's called Hanukkah on J. Later today, two thirty to four p.m. on J Street in Schenectady, right in front of City Hall. And joining me to talk all about it was Rabbi Zalman from Bethlehem Chabad. Uh, Rabbi, thank you very much for joining me today. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, wish you the best with the Hanukkah season and obviously going forward and uh, looking forward to uh, possibly discuss, uh, have some discussions with you again in the future. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. And uh, everyone's welcome to join us uh, later today at 2.30. Absolutely. Love it. Thank you, Rabbi.
Yeah, have a great day. You too. Uh, that was Rabbi Zalman from Bethlehem Chabad, and that'll do it for this episode of Albany Street. If you're looking to check out any past episodes of the show since I took over as host about two months ago, you can check out b95.com slash albany-street. That'll bring up our drop menu of all the different episodes that have occurred over the last couple of months. Uh, just a, a tremendous, tremendous event going on today in Schenectady. I hope you can join everyone out there for Hanukkah on Jay. I'm Brian Katie, and thank you again for checking out another edition of Albany Street. The historic bells of Albany City Hall close out another edition of Albany Street, a public affairs presentation of Albany Broadcasting. This program, pre-recorded.